0: You are listening to the Goddess Archetype Code with your host, Erica Randolph, the intuitive counselor, creating from the heart. In this podcast, I urge you to leave the old patterns of low self-worth at the door as you shift into your personal Goddess Archetype Code. Remember, rebuild Renew the you who loves, values, nurtures, and respects herself. Shift into a woman who owns her voice and shares her message and vision with the world. Shame, guilt, and embarrassment free. Looking for the light It's a daily fight And things go bump in the night The news of the day is outrageous. That's what the mad folks say. Who told you that you had sin? We are divided, divided within. For those of you for whom this is your first episode of the Goddess Archetype Code podcast, I welcome you. As I said, I'm your host, Erica Randolph, the intuitive counselor creating from the heart, and I'm so glad that you're here. Today, I'm going to give an outline of the heroine's journey. This is a journey that one takes to uncover personal autonomy. The general overview is that it's a journey of a series of steps that we take to discover purpose and meaning. We don't always take these steps in a linear fashion, you know, they might be circular or a spiral, but most people share certain elements along the way. So I want to take you through a series of steps that I've created that I use in my own personal development. I also use these steps to help other women on their personal journey, their personal quest towards self-actualization, to self-knowledge and to understanding their own purpose and the meaning they want to create in their life. So here's one way to look at the heroine's journey. The first step is the step of fitting in. This begins from the time we are born, usually till somewhere around early or mid-adulthood. It's a time that we want to fit in. It's that time when we are learning about cultural expectations. It's a time when we are conforming to our family's expectations and the culture that we are growing up in. The second step usually involves some sort of an aha moment. This may occur sometime around our first solar return, Or it may happen sometime in midlife after we've gone to school, created a career, had babies, bought homes, and did all those things that we were expected to do to fit into society. The aha moment can include realizations about how culture affects us in ways that make us play small. In the second step, I used the fairy tale about Bluebeard. This story, written around the 1600s, has been used as a cautionary tale for women. It tells them they should not be curious. But what is curiosity? It's an opening to our intuition and understanding. By becoming curious, we educate ourselves. We explore our world, both inner and outer. And then we become aware and make realizations about reality if we've been curious. And these realizations are not always pretty. Moving on to the third step. In this step, we have been curious and noticed that things are not always what they seem. Curiosity begins to open our eyes, and we become more aware, and we begin to notice that there is both a dark and a light side to our world. We begin to see and notice the shadow side, both of ourselves and of others, and in others, we may descend into what can be called the dark night of the soul. We start to question culture. We question what we came here to do. We may even question what our purpose is. These questions lead us down into the shadowy world of the unknown the shadowy world into where we have stuffed all the parts of us needed to in order to fit in. In this third step, I often use the myth of Inanna, a Sumerian goddess who descended into the underworld to visit her sister. As she descended, she grappled with the existential questions of life. The fourth step includes wrestling with the shadow. It can include working through issues of the mother wound. And it deals with the internal pain, the internal wounding, and the surrendering to the shadow. The shadow is the pain of internal separation. We are separated from the parts of ourselves that we stuff to fit in. Our shadow parts sabotage us through triggers and take over out of fear, anger, and grief. Recognizing and getting to know the shadow triggers is the challenge of this dark place. The myth that I like to use with this step is of Ereshkigal. Ereshkigal suffers in the dark with loss and death and an annihilation of self. The lesson of the fifth step is reconnecting with the shadow. I like to use the myth of Psyche and Cupid. In this myth, Psyche lights the candle to look at Cupid. She is no longer willing to live in the dark, to live in ignorance, or to live under the rule of the shadow. In this step, one learns self-empathy and compassion by connecting in love with the shadow. By connecting in love with our shadow, we restore the balance of our inner truth and develop understanding of our purpose and one's personal meaning. The sixth step is rather joyous. and this step, we connect with the physical and the emotional body. It is a time of reintegrating the shadow and of rebirthing one's essential self. We're deciding who and what and how we want to be. Is a time to explore possibilities made possible by this new and exciting integration. I often use the story of Medusa as a metaphor for reclaiming feminine power. I bet you'll be curious to find out about that, and that will be in a later episode. (laughs) The next step is the seventh step. This is the step in which we come back into the world with our reconnected selves. Often there is pushback from our community or the world in general as this new person, this strong, integrated woman, is an unknown. And anything, of course, unknown or foreign is looked upon as not okay, different, and potentially dangerous. In this step, it is essential to learn boundaries and perhaps... The strength of the goddess Kali or Hecate are examples we can call upon for inner strength. The last step is reintegration. In the eighth step, we move beyond the limitations and into a fullness of being. We are no longer willing to live small, and you craft your joy, express your truth, live with courage, and exercise your choice. As Paul says, you are not born to fit in, you are born to stand out. Now there's a goddess. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this walk through my interpretation of the heroine's journey. Next week, we will go deeper into emotional and psychological considerations one might face on this journey. Come with me on this exciting exploration so I want to thank you for listening so please subscribe to my podcast and leave me a like and this is Erica Randolph the intuitive counselor encouraging you to live big in your goddess self looking for the light it's a daily fight and things go bump in the night the news of the day is outrageous, that's what the mad folks say. Who told you that you had sinned? We are